Run them jewels fast, run them, run them jewels fast, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, fuck the slow mo. Fashion slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist book book. Look good, posing in the center for the crook book. Black on black on black with the ski mask, that is my crook book. How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. Not to turn this motherfucker up like Riker's Island, bruh. My thuggers and my cripples and my brothers and my brothers. When you niggas Welcome to the Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Kyle with Anthony and Nicholas. We're going to talk about some great things tonight. Today. Drive time. Drive time Ooh. reactions. I just, I was not prepared to, I don't know, I guess I was not mentally prepared to talk about a win. I wasn't either. You know, I was, was very I. much prepping for a reality check in this one. Yeah, every I, I, I spent the whole game waiting for the Bucks to be the Bucks, uh, And there's, like... I know. The further along, happened. yeah. The further along the game went, I'm just like, huh, we could, we could, we might actually win. We just, we just sacked him for a fourth time, for a fifth time. Uh, yeah. I want. I think we should, uh, we should start with the, the offense if we're going to talk about this game because I think they were the early stars of this game. I agree. Uh, and I think there's way more to talk about on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston was in on those first two drives. Uh, the offense in general was amazing. Mike Evans was a monster. Play calling, great protection, like the schemes. Everybody was on the same beat. No false starts. Right. Doug Martin looked healthy, like really healthy, like making the turning those like nothing plays into like four yard gains, like he usually does. I was just about to point out, like that's the difference in in this running back class than the one we had two or three weeks ago. That you know the. You get first contact and made, and then you push forward. And you know well, what? He's just so good at like hitting a hole, seeing it close, bouncing out of that hole, and like just gaining like four or five yards. Like he's just, he's so quick at that. Like his lateral movement, he's so good at it. This guy has got good vision too. It's only going to yeah. get better too because you got, you got Jaquiz Rogers and, and Charles Sims who are getting better. They're on the men they've been practicing. So. Uh, this yeah, is an we've offense. Been doing this with Peyton Barber as the backup, right? Uh, we're going to be getting some weapons back here for Jameis uh, in these coming weeks, and we're going to need him because the schedule's getting—it's not getting any easier. No. So, yeah, the offense t- to start the game. I mean, this this is one of the few times this year. I think, if not the first, have we? Was this the first time we scored on an opening drive this year? I think. We, no, we scored a field goal. I think two weeks ago. Okay, so this is the second time we scored on an opening drive, but scored a touchdown, came out big, which which is what you need to big. do. On third and goal too, yeah, yeah, yeah. To to none of them. on third down in general, yeah. To Mike Evans, like, we the, third and twelve on, on that drive too as well, I believe. The thing is, is like they know we're throwing to Mike Evans, and they still are just like, eh, just let him, yeah, let him give him some space. Like, what are you doing, guys? Like this, it, is, it's I, not even that. Like when Winston's on, like he was, and the, you're gonna have a hard time stopping Mike Evans when Winston is, is put placing the ball like he was on those first few drives. Because as long I mean, what are you supposed to do right there? Yeah, as long as he's giving him like an area, like a catch rate, it's with as long as it's within his catch radius, there's a good chance he's gonna pull it down. Like that's just how good he is. It's true. And 
It, it, we only saw it really in the first half of the game, first quarter, you, you could even say. Yeah, but first half of the first half. <laughs> I still thought the offense, in spite of the fact that they, they weren't able to produce any points beyond the first quarter, I still thought that they played a, a good game. They just they, there was some bad luck. There was some there was a few things that were just uh, we're watching one now. The Luke Stocker safety call. I mean that was just he didn't, uh, need to, odd, he didn't even need play. to hold them, and they, you know it wouldn't have made a difference in the play. It was so it was such an odd thing and something that kind of really affected the tempo and the momentum of the offense early. It's just I guess the best way to put it is the offense wasn't like didn't become stagnant to the point where like they were just going three and out every drive and stuff like that. Like they were driving the ball, getting past midfield, getting into scoring range, but they just weren't finishing, which has been, which has been an issue with this offense before. Uh, And it's getting better, but it's still not there yet. And they're still not, they're capable of putting up a lot of points, but that consistency week to week is still lacking in some areas. Yeah. Especially we were winning the position or the field position battle too. Like, I, I don't know. There was probably five or six punts. It was almost the same highlight. Ball goes up. I'm proud. Drops, I'm it, in the, uh, drops it in the 10 yard line and fair catch. It's like, I, I'm so proud of our punt team. Like yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. Like was, they were just, they were, they yeah, were on ex- fire. they were excellent on Sunday. But you had the, but to go back to the offense, you had the Luke Stalker uh, uh, safety, the holding safety call. You had a dumb throw by Jameis, uh, sort of late in the game, in a double coverage where he just. Mike Evans wasn't even. Yep. Yeah, he just wasn't even remotely. He just throws the ball. He's like, ah, fuck it. Let's see what happens on this one. Mike Evans will fix this. So he gives up three points there. <laughs> and then you you we, you give yeah. up a game ceiling touchdown uh, from a DeMar. Well, I think it was a DeMar Dotson on a uh, hands of the face call. So Which, uh, which I still the- have yet to see where the hands met the face on that play. I, I, don't, I haven't seen that replay yet, but. And and there's uh, this hasn't this been talked about a whole lot because it was it's, it ended up being a non-factor. But that end of the first half where you had the, uh, um, I think it was Luke Stocker. The ref dragging his feet to set the ball. The, yeah, the ref just kind of like ho humming ho humming his way over to the uh, the uh, uh, line of scrimmage. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know what that was. That was that was so strange to me because it's like I, I at first I thought it was on the offense because they weren't lining up fast enough. But like you go and look at the replay, they're, all, they're like, all like they're all like hey 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 come on the guys like hey, me, 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 me. like fuck you dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> come on yeah don't don't mind me yeah they were they were Swedish chefing their way over to to the goddamn sideline. <laughs> I don't get it. I, well, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to show it in this replay that we're watching, but that's a concern to um, me. It, I mean, the offense needs to uh, to do better down the stretch in these kind of games. I mean, our defense picked us up, which is what good teams do. Defense picks you up, but um, you know, well, we, we got to be a little bit more got to be a little bit more consistent down the stretch there. Yeah, they they just got to start finishing. Like they're getting there, and like we saw in the first two drives, like when they got there, they they put it in the end zone. Like, yeah, you can't expect that every drive there's going to be drives where something goes wrong or they, you know, they miss a field goal or something like that. But, you know, for the most part, if you're getting down there, you got to get something out of it. Yeah. I thought this was just kind of bad luck or, you know, what have you. It just is it, yeah. th- these those calls were dumb. bad penalty here and there. Miss field goal. Stuff yeah. Like that. But overall, good. Good. I, I, get, I would if I had to grade them out, I'd, I'd grade them out a solid B. B plus. They did enough to give the defense rest at least. They did. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a fantastic point. They did. I mean, I don't, I, there, there weren't those three and outs that you saw back in the day of, uh, of the 2000 bucks defense. It, it was, it was, they were, they were moving the ball is, you know, at the end of the day. So yeah, 
not a huge complaint, but still a concern for future games. You know, they need to play better down the stretch. I, I think it just goes to show like a few pieces here and there on this offense and who oh boy. Oh shit. We're going to have a legit offense here God in Tampa. Damn. I... <laughs> well, hold on there. Before we get too far ahead of, you know, saying we're not legit yet, Mike Evans might make a case for that because he did something only three other players in the NFL history have done. Who? Right. Which is? Yeah. Go First ahead. three years of your career, he had 1,000 receiving yards. He's already done it this year. He's already hit 1,000. The other two people on this list are A.J. Green and Randy Moss. That's good company. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Mike good Evans company. is great, but could you imagine a guy across from him who's not not as good because you're going to have a hard time finding that, but very a very good receiver across from him on the other side of the field? Yes, like, but I think we have deeper needs. Okay, well, maybe I just want to have fun. I don't know. but <laughs> Anthony just I'm wants kidding. to have fun. Yeah, I just want to see them throw the ball around forever. I mean, I... They don't need to have. I don't blame you. It's, this is a sexy style of football we're playing right now. Yeah, they don't need to have two Mike Evans uh, lined up next to each other. I mean, that's a luxury that few teams actually do have. I mean, down the road, you're not even going to be able to maintain that with the with the amount of salary that's going to command between Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, Doug Martin, and whomever else. So I, I just you just want to see a competent guy there, a guy that that um, right. You know, maybe a crafty vet, maybe maybe um, you know some kind of a fifth round draft pick, something like that. You know, somebody who can who can come in there and and contribute. I think for as much shit as we give the O line, which a lot of it is deserved, uh, I thought they played really well Sunday. I really I did. I think they played phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think that unit's got some potential uh, if they can jail. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that the. Uh, yeah, they played really good. Oh, my girlfriend's home. They played they played well enough um in both aspects of the game too. Run rushing and pass offense. They for at least one of one of these a week and they did both really well. Yeah. And yeah, Doug Martin makes them look better in one of those and like we've talked about, but very true. Yes. But yeah. still, they were getting push uh, against a, a really good defense who yeah, I'll I'll admit Michael Bennett was missing. And Earl Thomas was missing on Sunday, so yeah. Well, we, uh, we had injuries yeah, too. But Seattle's but still, like they're deep. They're deep team. Seattle's like New England's version of the or the new the uh, NFC's version of New England, and the fact that somebody else who's really really good is just going to step up and play for them. Exactly, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right, let's let's turn our let's turn our attention to the defense, the the star of the show here, uh, who just played beyond anything I could have ever imagined them playing. I mean, we, I think all of us thought like, all right, if this game's going to be one, we're going to win in a shootout. Our defense is going to be able to mm-hmm. hold Russell Wilson back. Like that's the kind of game this is going to be, or at least uh, we, everybody pretty much saw us winning. If we had a chance to win, like, I didn't, I didn't see def- the defense holding in the single digits. I didn't see not it. even close. Yeah. I didn't see any of this at all. Like where the fuck was, did this come from? Like, this is awesome. It's like, the, it, it, it it's it it reminds me of the old days. It's it's that and I even had sort of that swagger about me, you know, watching uh, Seattle that last drive. I'm like, we got this. We still got this. Look how much we we're killing them. No Spence is turning into a monster. He is. Like right before our eyes. Like he's he's becoming unstoppable off the edge. Like Golston is playing his friggin' heart off. Everybody. I mean, the guy's got a constant motor. The entire D-line was was 
on it. Like everybody was a threat. It seemed also. Like. I think I hit my uh, bold prediction. I said two and a half sacks for Gerald McCoy. Didn't he? Didn't he end up getting two and a half? He had a half with Spence. He had that one in the fourth quarter. Did he have another one? Wait, that, he only had one and a half. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't. I, well, I don't remember. I, I know. I only that remember. Sucks. I only Never remember mind. one and a half. He might have had another cool. one. <laughs> Bringing it up. No, he. <laughs> I think everybody kind of had their moment on, on the defense in this game. And you saw, I think what the buck he, I saw, he tweeted out very early in the game. He's like the, the Seahawks now have no answer for Noah Spence. And they didn't, I mean, we were getting the edge constantly against him. I mean, he was always running. And then when we needed it the most, you had Gerald McCoy collapsing the pocket in the middle. So he's just, he's just extra fucked at the end of the game. He's like, Oh God, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> extra fucked. So I like, that's a technical term. He's extra fucked. That's that. Was and like, like, even still like he, Wilson was like making plays throughout the game. Like I know, I know he had a bad day statistically, but like he was breaking the pocket and scrambling out and getting like eight yard scrambles and stuff like that. And still, Almost he still got is... sacked like seven times. He was carrying with the team. All that. <laughs> Basically, he's he, guaranteed. He only had uh, what, like seventy yards at the half, something like that. So, yeah, I think we held him to one passing yard in a quarter. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Never would have saw yeah. that. I, and I think that that just comes down again to the defensive line. I mean, that's the that's how they yeah, you know get pressure. That's how they used to do it. They played it old school. That like that's why the the Buccaneers uh, of of Buccaneer past were so good because you had the defensive line that would just collapse the pocket and force the quarterback to throw. Whether or not the coverage was good, he was making some kind of a hurried throw or or you know hurrying through his progressions because of the the pressure. And that was the bread and butter of our defense for so long. And I saw that last night again. Like those those interceptions, those 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 came off the uh, off of a scared quarterback. Like a quarterback was like, "Fuck!" I can he could feel the pressure, so he's got to get that ball out. And you know, you know, props of course, props to Werner and and, and McDougal for for you know making the plays. But I mean, that's just that McDougal interception might be more on him than the line. I'm saying he read he read Wilson's eyes for the last half of that play. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but Wilson kind of floated it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because like Kyle talked about, he was uh he was feeling it that day. I mean, every time he dropped back, someone was in his face. Like I, I it's been a long time since I've seen a quarterback drop back against the Bucks, and immediately there's like two guys in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's been a really long time since I've seen that. Like, yeah, if if the coverage holds up enough, like, yeah, we'll get some pressure, but that's not how you operate in this league. Like, and yeah, Seattle's known for having a pretty weak O line, but still, like, we have faced weak O lines in the past and done. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the, you know, Seattle has a great offense and defense. They're they're a division le- div- division division leading opponent. We 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 beat two quality opponents in a row, one away at, at a very hostile house and one at home uh you know in front of our own and Ray, fans. Ray J was ruckus. Ray J was Ray J was rocking, man. Every every report I heard it was just like I don't know. Last night was just like if you didn't follow the Bucks back then and for some, you know, for some reason, if you never followed the Bucks back then, you started following them, you know, a little later in your life or something. This is how it used to be. This these kind of games were just, uh, you know, uh, par for the course. You saw these every week, and especially home games. I mean, these are the Bucks I grew up watching. Yeah, lots of red seats. Not not a lot of. Uh, I, th- I heard some report that it was like a quarter uh, Seahawks fans. But just I know that that's not that's not a bad ratio. 
Well, they I, they were they were pretty loud early on. I'm just saying in terms of just like the the energy in the crowd, the 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 team on the field, like this was uh, this was this was my daddy's Buccaneers. <laughs> this is yeah. these are these are the old this is like the old school days all over again. It's like holy shit. To, to... I want you to okay. I want you to keep that in mind. I want to say I want you to envision a team that has that defense that uh, that trademark Bucks defense, but also has an offense that's really good. Yeah. Possibly like, a franchise quarterback on our hands. Right. Or like what, that's, a franchise quarterback. Like, now, look, it's two games in a row that they've played really well against two quality opponents. I, let's not jump to conclusions that this defense is going to stay playing at this level. But still. Super Bowl. There's there's something there. There's something real about this team and this roster. And, and for the first time, and I can't tell you how long, there's real fucking hope. There is real hope. There's, and it's an entertaining game. They're putting a very fun product on right now. Right. Like I, I, I get excited when I wake up on Sunday mornings. Cause you get to, to watch, watch the box. Like I haven't gotten excited for that in a long time. Like it's usually like, Oh God, here's another dreary day of Mike Glennon checking it down. Times <laughs> in the game. Nope. Like, no, it's James like, no, it's like, like yeah. Scramble around and bomb one to Mike Evans or Doug Martin's going to break off a run or we're going to put up like 30 something points or, you know, and, Look, that's all I ever wanted from the Bucks, man, was just to be fun to watch again. Yep. Like, and that's happening right now. Look, they they got a shot at the playoffs. Everything's in front of them. We said last week if they won this game, we would talk playoffs. There's well, a chance. There's uh, a shot, yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready to say that, that they're going to make it. Uh, but you know what? They road. can do it. They can do it. But they could do it in December. There's going to be meaning, meaningful football in December in this city again. That's not something so, I'm used to watching. Before we like, do, hell no. Before we do like a hell react no. on the team, do we want to go to the special teams? Or are we done with defense? Uh, we can talk about Aguayo, I guess. Uh, we can talk about the special teams as a whole if you want. The only reason I ask is, like, our punt team was, we, as we mentioned earlier, was stellar. Was abs just absolutely stellar? I mean, diamond in the rough signing has been Josh Robinson on special teams. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And, and anger, he's amazing. I yeah, don't he's know. Really good. Jacksonville really missed out on re-signing him. Yeah. The reason he was drafted in like, what was it, third round? Something. No, like you, really? you could have stopped the sentence there. There's a reason he was drafted. He's a punter. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there he's, you go. he's really good. Uh, I like him a lot. He's he's, as a Florida fan who watches his team punt 15 times a game, I know how I know how important it is to have a good punter. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about that, Anthony. We'll That's talk about it on time. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's pl- there's plenty of show left to talk about that. Um. Yeah. I, Aguayo. Whatever. I mean, we we made up for his mistakes. I still thought he was close on that field goal attempt that he yeah. had from forty. I mean, he looks to be. That was forty eight, right? It, it was like forty three, something like that. It was over. It was over forty. That, I still think he's overthinking. That clip oh, yes. of him like sniffing the wind. Yeah, well, that and Get the out early, no, like taking a market where divots are. Like, dude, it's not that like analytical. Just kick the ball. Yeah, let's just calm down. I mean, I get here. what he's trying to do. I get, he, I get that he's trying to look at it from like a strategic point of view, like where they can set the ball and like extra points and stuff like that to make it easier on them. Like, okay, whatever. But I really think you're psyching yourself out, man. I do too. I agree. There's a reason that you were such a good kicker at Florida State, and it's because you're just a good kicker, like motion wise and technique wise and all that, like stick to that and just the, the hopefully they'll start going through. Like I that's think, all. 
That's how it works. I think mm-hmm. they will. I think he's on the right track here. He missed last yesterday by a hair, like a little on hair. A yarder. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is not a chip shot. No, I think he's on the right track here. I think his confidence is up. I think, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to uh, go after him. And, you know, if, if this starts to be a consistent thing again, then I'll start to criticize him. But I really, really think that he's shown that he's, he's taking steps. Still a bad pick though. It's <laughs> still a bad pick. Yeah. No, it's still bad, but, it's going but to be a bad it can pick. be ignored if the team wins. If exactly. the team is winning Absolutely. and it's, you know, he's not costing us games and I can deal with a few misses here and there. Uh, still not the weapon that he was billed as. No, I'm sorry. No, no. at least not yet. Not hey, yet. We, we got Noah Spence in the second round. That's all that matters. Yeah. At least if that didn't happen, if he was our only second round pick, then, then I'd really be upset. Yeah. But, but if, <laughs> yeah, but think about it like this. If Noah Spence was our only second round pick, we'd still be pretty happy. Now we get a kicker on top. Yeah. Yep. Oh, something else I want to talk about real quick. Uh, that was, that really felt like it was setting up for that bucks moment was the Doug Martin fumble. Oh yeah. Uh, when, cause it really felt like that drive that we had all the momentum. We were just going to drive it right down their throat and ice this fucking thing. And he fumbles. And and the like, oh, here we go yep. again. Like it's coming. That, here we go. What happens. Yeah. Cause we haven't put enough separation. And that, oh. there was another one of those things. Yeah. That, that fumble. So you had the, you had the, the safety, the interception, the fumble, and then the, the hands to the face penalty, all of which, just completely crushed, uh, very productive, and you know drives and took yeah, points away. They were drive killers. Yeah, definitely t- took points away. The Doug Martin was on his way. He had he just had a first down into uh, yeah, first down through Seattle that's, territory. That's at least a field goal attempt. Yeah. So yeah, just little stupid things on offense that they just need to correct. I think that that's my only gripe from this game is just the offense didn't do enough in the second half to, to they 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 let Seattle hang around is what it was. I mean, it shouldn't. They very much didn't. You're not yeah. gonna get away with that every week. No. Like only a nine point lead against a team a team as good as Seattle. Like you're you're just not gonna get away with that every week. It's gonna come back and bite you at some point. Yep. Like. And like you said, Kyle, there was plenty of opportunities to make it a much wider margin. They didn't do it. And it didn't cost us this game, but it will in the future. It will. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah. will. Yeah. So This was that one, you know, when they say nine times out of 10, this was that Bucks game that was, we scored 14 points and one on the one out of 10. Yeah. yeah. We won. Yep. We won a one nothing game. If, if this was a baseball score. Yeah, if you, the cle- the old cliche. If you had came to me before the game started and told me, mm. "Oh yeah, you guys are only going to score 14 against Seattle," I would have been like, "Oh, we're going to lose." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, well, like, there's only one other time in NFL history that there's been a f- score of 14 to five. Seattle had five on it, man. That- which what which, what game was that? Do you know? No, it was like 1988 uh, Atlanta Falcons versus Dolphins, the I don't know. Rams. I think sure. Those sure. guys. I, I that's, saw. That's a game. That's that. Well, I'll that say happens. this much: the I've been watching a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the four-letter network, and Boo. this is the most they've talked about us since we fired a head coach. Yeah, we we uh, we have the sort of record where Fox is going to do a 15-minute then get on us before the game. On, uh, oh boy, on we're going to lose six in a row. Or yeah, <laughs> the, I guarantee you. If you, I, I, I guarantee you this this Sunday on Fox NFL Sunday, I'm sure there's going to be a little blurb about the Bucks. Dirk Cutter has the Bucks playing and, good football. Let's find out. From, I'll tell you what. I'm going to watch every out. second of it. We're going to really find out what this defense is really fucking made of these next few weeks. Because oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys watched that Saints game. 
Yeah. Against I, the Rams. I didn't yeah. watch it, but I they saw the score. destroyed them. Yeah, I know we're playing the Chargers this week, but we're going to be playing the Saints too. You know, and then the Cowboys. Games. And the Cowboys, yes. So we're going to see. We're going to see if this defense is going to hold up, but we'll talk about that as it comes. Lots of tests to come, but uh, for this game, it's time to, it's, we can celebrate. So that's Can what, I ask you guys something real, quick, real yeah. quick before we go? What's up? Yeah. If I don't know how I want to. Okay. Would you call the season an improvement right now? Oh, absolutely. If we, no matter what happens in the next, no matter next, what, regardless of if we lose, I mean, if we lose the next six games in terrible, terrible Bucks fashion, then maybe no. I, all right, no. I think it's a good season. Yep. Like we've made too many big strides. Okay. Yeah, I I tend to agree with that. Uh, I don't want to see them fall back off the wagon for these next uh, for the home stretch here. Even if they don't make the playoffs, I'd like them at least to win. I think I think it's possible to say they should probably win eight games this year from this point on. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that's fair. Much more comfortable with my eight and eight prediction. That's fair, and that would be outstanding for me if we went eight and eight. Um, Yeah, Kyle, you actually have to suck so many dicks though. I well, look, I know. Actually, I've hit the Bucks have hit my preseason prediction threshold of six wins. So, so you can finally stop. I'm playing with house money from now on. That's that. That's what it's. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just hope other. I just hope other Bucks fans take like take notice of this. Like, I hate to sound like a veteran, but we don't know the next time this team is going to be this fun to watch. I've never seen this, and I don't know, Kyle. Have you ever seen this offense of this fun? It hasn't been this. Fun. I'll say it again. It hasn't been this fun since the first Greg Schiano year, or Doug Martin's first year, when uh, Josh Freeman was just like moving the ball at will, and we had those so comeback wins. These and, come few and far between, and yeah. they're not promised tomorrow. So, no, nothing's promised. Here's the thing: we know because we've watched the Bucks for a long time that things can change on a fucking dime around here. Okay, mm-hmm. so enjoy this. Enjoy it while it's good, and you know. Just brace yourself for for maybe it to go for it to go away for the rest of the season. Yeah. Who knows? It I feel happen. like we should do that uh, that meme like brace yourself. The penalties are coming. Yeah, like we've things are going really well right now. So just enjoy that and try not to think about when things could not go so well. All of a sudden, just that's all I'm saying. you know what? Think about the think about the Chargers. Think about the Chargers and let's yep. let's yeah. Focus we're on, on to San Diego. We're on to on San, San Diego. Diego. Yep, and I, where where history was made. Gerald McCoy's in a walking boot. What the fuck? He said it matched his outfit. That's what he said. Yeah, I think he's fine. It's smart. I think he's fine. Here's the thing. He's he's not you a know, cast. I I asked my source, who's a uh, podiatrist, and um, he says he if if a professional athlete fears even a soreness, they'll put it in an immobilized boot just for safekeeping. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Here's the do the math, like divide his contract from his foot. It's like a. <laughs> Here's the flip side of that coin, foot. Nick. If, if if a physician fears anything that is threatening to you know the foot, they're not going to let him walk around on it. So. It's true. So he's. Yep. I mean, you know, just just to kind of add to your point, they're not going to they're not going to let him walk around on that foot if they don't think. <laughs> yeah, that if, if you uh, if he truly hurt himself, you wouldn't have seen him leaving the building. Just right. ask Carl Nix. I mean, he'll tell you all Maybe about that. Maybe they're oh, fucking with San Diego. Ooh, damn. Anthony brings up a good point. Yeah. <laughs> ask Carl Nix about the walking boot. Ask Ask J.R. Sweezy about the walking yeah. boot. 
Yeah, but he did that. That guy's dead. <laughs> I know. I, I, he's dead. I, I've come to the conclusion the Bucks are just covering it up. Yeah, he's dead to me. Anyways, yeah. this 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 is talk we can we can have on the the regular podcast, yeah. which, which is coming to you Wednesday or Thursday, depending on our schedules. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. So that's it. Any final thoughts, Anthony? Go Bucks! I guess I I, feel, yeah, I can say Bucks. that and actually be proud of it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And um, from this moment to the next time we record, I'm going to think of so many things to make fun of you about the Gators losing. So just know oh, that. God. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Put up my shield now. Well, let's listen, listen to that later on this week on the main podcast. Um, my final thoughts are as well. Go Bucks! I'm proud of my team. Wear wear my shirts and, and hats with pride for another week. <laughs> and I had to hide my face. Yeah, I'm a Bucks fan. Sorry. Shut up. I'm sorry. You know, Jackson. Yeah, I know. Could have been a Patriots fan. Whatever. Decided to go with the fucking Pirates. Okay. That was the uh, rapid reaction. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. And see you guys on the main podcast.